Welcome to Simple Pleasures, a podcast about finding the joy in the everyday. Each month I'll be sharing the little things that make me feel good and I'm inviting you along for the ride. Let's make our everydays the most joyful of all. Simple pleasures for when you need extra care. A little heads up before we kick off this episode to say that I'll be talking about taking care of yourself around Mother's Day when you don't have a mum in your life. So if this is something you feel isn't for you right now, then no worries. Sending you so much love and feel free to skip this one and I'll see you in two weeks. I can still remember the first time someone walked past me wearing my mum's perfume since I became estranged. It was about six weeks in and I was just about managing to keep my head above the water. Summer was in full swing in Brighton and the pavement sizzled in the heat. The city was full and the air was thick with sweat and salt. Back then, I lived a five-minute walk from the beach and my after-work ritual was to go and say hi to the sea. From about May to September, I had the perfect slither of sunset to watch. Perched on a bench on the promenade, the sea stretching out ahead of me. And that's where I was, when suddenly the hot salty air became a dense forest and the smell of her washed over me. There was nothing I could do but sit with it. My body became jelly as I was transported to her. I wanted to both run far away and stay in this moment forever. I breathed in further and closed my eyes. And if I didn't know better, I could have sworn her olive skin was next to me, always warm to the touch. Like toasted almonds and starched towels, warmed honey and pine trees. And then with a sudden change in the breeze, she was gone again. She comes back to me in scents. The rush of warm starch from an airing cupboard, or honey in hot tea. Sweet peonies in full bloom and hot salty steam after a bath. All smells, which depending on the time of year, I either need to avoid or collect around me for comfort. Mother's Day is one of those days. This year I'll have done seven of them as an estranged person. And even though time has moved on, there's something about this day that can take me right back to that seafront. Sitting on a bench six weeks in, wondering how I'd ever survive without my mum next to me. Over the years, I've spoken to my friends about how overwhelming the day can be, even though I never really celebrated it before I became estranged. I can only describe it as being like when you first learn a new word and then you end up hearing it everywhere. It was only when I lost my mum that I started to notice how much the concept of mothering or parenting suddenly felt everywhere. And it's not that I'm not happy for my friends with mums in their life. Far from it. I'm lucky to be close to several of my friends' parents and I love and cherish their presence in my life. It's more that in the lead up to the day itself, sometimes the loss of my own mum can feel bigger than what I've gained. 
I wish I could tell you that it's gotten easier. And I guess in a way that it has, but not in the way that I expected. It's gotten more nuanced. I've talked before about how estrangement is a living loss, and because of that, the grief has continued to grow with me as I understand more about my family and get older myself. The grief, as with the love, has only gotten deeper. It sits at the bottom of my belly, sometimes soft and calm and sometimes aching and gnawing. At times it can feel like a heavy rain cloud waiting to empty over me, and other times it sits quiet and content like a mole on my body, inconspicuous and mundane. But regardless of how I feel in the run-up, there are a few steps I take each year, just like at Christmas, to give myself that extra care. Because one thing I've learned seven years in is that the grief needs to be cared for, just as I would any other emotion. It's part of me, and I can fight that, or I can love it. And I've learned over the years, sometimes the hard way, that it's better to love. You might be thinking, what has simple pleasures got to do with this? Well, here's the thing. They help me care for myself in a deeply intuitive way, recreating some of my home comforts in order to build up my resilience. Over the years, I've found that joy isn't an antidote to grief, but a balm. It can be lathered on thick to help soothe aching skin or as a precautionary measure to lock in as much care as you can. Simple pleasures is a practice. And whilst it's become a regular part of my day-to-day life, sometimes I utilise them in a slightly more intentional way. Mother's Day is a prime example, as is Christmas and my birthday. The days where sometimes the loss of my estrangement looms larger than normal. During the lead-up to these days, I call upon my most trusted simple pleasures for when I need a little extra care. Small, everyday moments that give me a sense of comfort and peace. Like making myself my favourite childhood dinner or heating up my towel on the radiator post-shower so it feels like a big, warm hug. I know these might sound a bit silly, but like I shared on last week's bonus episode, leaning into my simple pleasures without judgement has allowed me to enjoy them for exactly what they are tiny moments of gratitude for the present moment. Giving myself care hasn't always been easy and it's something I really struggled with when I first became estranged. In part, this was because when you become estranged, you find yourself grappling with these huge, complex and often juxtaposing emotions. And at first, I found that holding these contrasting emotions was far too difficult. So I denied myself any sort of care or parenting as I simply couldn't hold the complexity of my feelings and experience. But what helped me was understanding that these feelings weren't binary. They didn't have to be either or. I could be grieving and still go out and have fun with my friends. I could miss my family enormously but still not want to see them. I could feel heartbroken and still give myself the love and care I needed. And the same is true for my mum. 
I can hold the love alongside the sadness and rejection and all the other emotions in between. When I accept that the best things about her don't erase the more challenging things too, then I can hold the complexity with ease. And in doing so, it allows me to hold on to the bits I want to, that help me feel close to her and gives me a way to care and parent for myself. So whatever Mother's Day looks like for you, I hope you can use this episode as inspiration to think about what your simple pleasures are when you need a little extra TLC. Whether that's changing your bed sheets to your favourite set or picking up a new plant to care for. Take the next few moments to think about what makes you feel most loved and how you can give that to yourself. Write it down so you don't forget and why not try it over the next few weeks in moments of need and see how you feel. I'd love to hear how you get on. So let me know over on Instagram at It's The Simple Pleasures or you can drop me an email at It's The Simple Pleasures podcast at gmail.com. I'll leave those in the show notes. Here are a few of mine to get you started. Until next time. Making myself a hot orange squash. Closing my eyes for five minutes in the sunshine. Making myself the bubbliest bath at any point in the day. Making a cup of tea with a little bit of honey stirred in. Getting outside, whatever the time of day, for a walk around the block. Buying flowers and putting a couple of stems in each room. Wrapping myself under a blanket and feeling the weight of it on my body. Watching reruns of my favourite cosy show. Going to a library when I'm at a loose end and making small talk with strangers. Hot slices of toast with generous amounts of butter. Opening the windows for five minutes and letting some fresh air in. Buying my favourite shower gel and not saving it for best. Eating my most cherished childhood foods. Washing my sheets and making my bed feel cosy and inviting. Talking to someone I can let it all out with. Creating a playlist that's calming and having it on as I potter around the house. Getting out into nature. Leaving my phone in the next room and getting lost in a book for half an hour. Lying on the floor and letting my body be supported by the ground below me. Moving my body in a way that feels good and trying to focus on the feelings in my body rather than the thoughts in my head. Taking care of the basics, eating a good meal, drinking some more water, having a shower and changing out of my pyjamas. Taking myself out for coffee and people watching. Wearing my coziest clothes that make me feel confident and most like myself. And if all else fails, getting myself a McDonald's. Thank you so much for listening. If you want more simple pleasures before the next episode, then you can find me on Instagram at It's The Simple Pleasures. 
where I share my day-to-day, everyday joys. From hot, buttery toast to having a chat in the supermarket. Hope to see you there. Until next time.